Welcome to the Business of Beers podcast. This is the place where we help entrepreneurs expand their business, build their wealth, and generate passive income. I'm your host, Brian Beers, an entrepreneur who's on a mission to inspire growth from everyone around me. Remember that you need to take the action others won't, and you can live the life that others don't. Please be sure to check out my weekly newsletter that now drops every Thursday. It includes one quote, one tweet, one podcast recommendation, plus some business and investing insight from me. It's short and it's sweet. My goal is to provide you with just a couple gold nuggets to help inspire your growth. Go to brianbeers.com to subscribe. Hello, everyone. I'm excited today to bring you Melanie Richards. Melanie is the founder and CEO of GoGlow, which is an emerging franchise in the skincare industry. Welcome to the show, Melanie. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So to start, let's 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 dive in your background. Kind of like what did you do before, and then ha- how did you start uh, GoGlow? Yeah, I um, spent 12 years in uh, probation and parole, specializing in domestic violence. And um, towards the end of my career, I was just kind of getting a little bit burnt out. And I went to the Aveda Institute for Estiology, which is a study of skin, and did the, the licensing there. And at the end of it, kind of graduating and looking for a spray tan. And around that time, it was 2011. And there really wasn't much on the market as far as for somebody who's very pale like myself. And so um, I started looking around and I bought a, a machine, basically maxed out my credit card at the time, bought a machine just simply because I wanted it done and, and, uh, and at a better price point, you know, kind of how you're just looking for, for making things better and, and for yourself and caught on with my friends and family. And then all of a sudden it just sort of a light bulb went off that I was like, well, this could maybe be a side hustle. So after my, uh, after work, I would load up my SUV and pop up a tent in people's homes and do yep. mobile spray tents. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's, uh, that's my, my, that's what my wife gets. This lady comes to her house and pops up the tent and in and out in, you know, 15 minutes or whatever it is. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, okay. So awesome. So that's the, that's the kind of the foundation of the, of the business. And then what has it started to involve to, today to turn that into a franchise? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's gone pretty wild since 2011. I started with the mobile and we got up to four uh, vehicles in the Minneapolis St. Paul metro area. Um, and then, you know, you get, traffic, you get uh, construction, blizzards, all that. And the demand was way too high. So around that time, Sola Salons was coming out and there was a lot really heavy and, you know, hairstylists and that sort of thing. But at the same time, I looked at it at the model and I was like, if I'm popping up a tent in people's homes, why can't I just, you know, why, why wouldn't I be able to do one of these rooms? So I did. Uh, I rented out the 150 square foot room and um, put in an overspray booth and we were just rock and roll. Like it was, it was packed. And um, Solus Line was just like, hey, you know, the, the hallways are filling up here. And so there's obviously a need for this service. And and so I built my first storefront about a year later. Um, I opened it with three rooms and within that year, um, doubled it to six rooms um, and then started looking at the process and, and the, the uh, solutions I was using. It's the solutions that are generally on the market. Um, and I and I really wanted to make obviously things better. So I started working with a chemist. And so I developed my own solution, my own product line that goes with the solution. So proprietary products and uh, skincare, as well as the machine that I was using, I knew that could be better for overspray, right? Because we can't be breathing in anything like this. And it's, it's, um, so I looked at the, uh, uh, developing my own equipment. So now I have my own equipment. Um, and then opened up, I was thinking, I wasn't sure if I was going to franchise ever. Um, but I just kind of wanted to test the model. So I opened up a location in River North in Chicago. Uh, in opened your, that in Minnesota. 
Yeah, so, so I'm in Minneapolis. Far, far. Yeah, exactly. So I <laughs> yeah, opened yeah. up in Chicago. It was it's great. I, I love that location. Um, yeah. And then yeah, so uh, and then we opened up another one here in Minnesota in 2020. So oh, yeah. and I have a salon suite. <laughs> okay. So as of today, as a, as a corporate, you got three kind of flagship stores plus still Correct. one, uh, still one. Okay. Uh, and then w- when did you start franchising? Started franchising in um, just July of this year. Okay. July of 2023 as, as we're right. recording this. Awesome. Okay. And what, so what makes it unique? What makes this different than, I guess there's tons of t- tanning or places, right? Um, so what's, what's the secret sauce here? Yeah, um, the the reason for uh, GoGlo being uh, insanely successful is um, just our approach to uh, spray tanning. We call it. It's a GoGlo. It's not a spray tan. Because I'm definitely trying to separate myself from the industry. Um, the industry right now is very fragmented. Um, there's basically people popping up, you know, basements, garages, you know, and the level of service and the level of care and the level of education that goes into this to this uh, service is is really lacking in a lot of areas. Google is the first one to come out um, and just basically say, hey, look, everybody needs to raise their standards. Um, it's a professional skincare service. And when you walk into one of our salons, you'll see that they're they're white, they're bright, they're um, you know, they're, uh, they're very similar to how Drybar took that single service, became experts at it, right? Wraps a, a hair care line around it. It's that same model, right? So um, you know, with Google, we, we've really focused on education, uh, ingredients, people should know what's going on their skin, how to care for their skin. And so when people leave Google, you know, they're feeling like they've got education of why, what works in spray tan, why is this working? You know, a lot of people have a really lot of misinformation about what a spray tan is, you know, what's happening on your skin and, you know, always, always natural organic ingredients. So just cleaning up everything, okay. raising the level of service. And then they and then you sell products as well, right? Yes. Yep. I have my own uh, skincare products. So we have five core products, and I like to keep it really clean and simple, right? We have like yep. a cleanse, we have a body hydrate, we have a tan extender, an exfoliate, um, and then like a touch up spray to use at home. Gotcha. And it's, I mean, and you got a really item nineteen, uh, so like the financial stuff that you know we can kind of get into later. But it looks like the the product is like a pretty big part of at least your your current corporate location's revenue. I mean, it's like 30 percent, right? Yeah, which is which is absolutely incredible. And that's what I say. You know, with the GoGlo, you're getting sure you're getting a, a spray tan service business, but you're also getting a skincare business. And with thirty percent of our sales being of our skincare, so when somebody comes in, the average sale is about seventy dollars because they're leaving with a product. Yep. And then the cost of goods is like really low because you got the, you know, a lot of it is, you know, this low cost solution, right? It's a service that they're paying for. And I mean, the margins are, the margins are crazy on this. So. And that comes with me being able to, to manufacture my own yeah, product. Cause then, and then you're mm-hmm. probably passing it at a good exactly. price to, to franchisees and, and mm-hmm. then they can grow. And that's, that's awesome. So, um, so yeah, let's talk about the launch m- model for a second. So I think this is kind of really unique in, in, in your model. And it, it seems to be mm-hmm. kind of this, this trend, which is like de-risking. The, the startup cost. So I guess what would be like the traditional way that someone would launch uh, a, a, like a tanning salon or any, any kind of salon? I mean, traditionally you're, you're doing a huge build out, right? And that those build outs right now, everything is just a little bit, um, you know, more difficult to find the retail space. Our, our footprint is anywhere from 1200 to about 1500. So we're able to get in a lot quicker. Um, but you know, waiting on you sign your franchise agreement and then you go into the real estate and that could take anywhere from like six to eight months, yep. you know, and then and you got to build it to find it, exactly. negotiate it, wait till the other person gets out. 
and then contractors yep. and lease and and so what's a I mean even for you what's what's like the flagship store what does what does it cost to build up the the flagship or the retail store? Yep, um, for me it was uh, back in 2020. So of course things changed. Yep. About that. Um, so all in with uh, the machines and everything is roughly two hundred and twenty five thousand. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. for a six room salon. Yep. And then now it's obviously it's, it's higher. So the traditional model, right, is like you, you wait up to a year to find the spot. You hope it's a good spot and you're spending three hundred thousand mm-hmm. um, dollars. And so what is the what is the way that you guys do it that now is helps de-risk some of that? Right. So we, um, you know, took the whole model of, you know, maybe getting the whole business in a salon suite and truly how um how much revenue you can drive out of one room because we have 20 minute appointments. Right. So we can do three appointments in an hour. Appointments are averaging $70. So um, to be able to open in, so we'll ship one machine out to open in a salon suite. And at that time, you can build your market, your local marketing, you can get awareness, you can get your influencers in. You can, um, what's really great about being in a salon suite is that you have all those professionals around you that are number one, people get so excited about Go Glow because there's so much angst in spray tanning right now. People are getting really bad spray tans everywhere. And so Go Glow offers just like facility. Yeah, yeah. The, the, Donald, yeah, the Donald Trump snow tan oh, or uh, spray tan. He's got the, the raccoon eyes and it's orange. So much and, yeah. bad is going on with spray tanning that, you know, and the thing of it is it's a couple billion dollar industry of self tanning yeah. and, and people are doing this everywhere. Right. So anyways, back to my original salon suite. Yes. You can, you know, build your memberships. You get, to, you know, the, the community awareness and, we want to make sure that that first LOI is signed so we know where exactly you're going to have your storefront yep. and then your slot suite will be very close to that. Okay. So they go, you, you identify a market. So I'm in Philly. You say, hey, there's a certain neighborhood I want, like whatever <clears throat> college town, whatever makes sense. And then I go, I, I have to find the lease though first of, of the flagship, which could yeah, take we want- some months, right? Um, right now, our first ones are um, signing their LOIs. It's taken about... 60, 80 days or so. Okay. It's not bad. So two, yeah. two months, I it's find not, my spot. Yeah. And then I launch. I think it's because of print. Mm-hmm. Then I launch the salon suite. I start hiring the team, learning the systems, make mistakes while my costs are low, right? Building the, yeah. the customer base. Is it, is it a membership base? Is it re- highly recurring revenue? Or is it like one time? What's the mix? Yeah, we just started offering uh, memberships in September. So... Um, okay. We don't have the numbers. Uh, no, next yeah, year, we'll numbers, of course. But yeah, well, but I'd imagine it's a sticky service, right? A lot of the people, Very the clients sticky. probably are recurring, so it makes sense just to, you know, offer yep. a discount if they, you know, they pay for it. Correct. Um, so then you launch in the salon suite that you're paying weekly, right? It's like what three three hundred dollars or so a week, some, something that range. I guess yeah, I, the I think it's between two fifty, depending on your market, right? It's about two fifty to three twenty five, I would say, a week. Yep. And then, um, so then while the building's getting built, however long that takes, then you're, you're doing all this and then you, then you, you shift into the new one. Um, that's, so that's awesome. So now at what stage do you open in July? Do you, you have some franchisees now? I guess you said sign in a lie. How many, how many franchises do you have sold and like actively working to, to open? Yep. We have three, uh, partners. We have one in Houston, we have one in Dallas and we have one in Birmingham, Detroit area metro. And Dallas looks to be opening their salon suite here in the next week, week and a half, maybe. So they're ready yep, to awesome. go. Um, yeah. And what's really exciting about is our Dallas partners is um, the, it's a husband and wife, Chris and Aaron Kobus. And Chris came from, he's the chief marketing officer for European Wax Center. So, oh, wow. okay. Yeah. So it's really <laughs> Still, fun like actively? He, he um, when they went public, he, he okay. left, you know, then he took his, um, he okay, went, yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So he's and, really proud uh, of the brand and we do have him working now on the corporate side on the marketing because like, okay, I can't awesome. talk about that. Like, that's yeah, huge. That's, that's, so. a, that's, a, that's a huge win. You, you track someone like that to your brand, not only as a franchisee, but also as you know someone who can help with the team. And I, I'd imagine he's probably signed a, a multi-unit development deal. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, Dallas, obviously, Dallas. major major metro. Mm-hmm. Um, so, talk about a little bit that in terms of like this the scalability of it. I mean, you you kind of mentioned you opened up this location in Chicago, uh, probably to test like how like, can I operate this thing remotely? Like, you know, am I going to have all these headaches? Um, so, kind of talk about I guess that experience of operating a remote location and you know how how right. scalable do you think this is? Right. Yeah. So the um, Chicago location, all of my locations are run by one manager. Now, of course, we would never recommend doing multi-state, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, up to, I would say, four or five in your area can be run by one manager. So that makes it incredibly, um, you know, easy on the payroll. We can talk about that, too. But um, as far like as... One, the- one man- like a district manager and then each store, each like salon has its own manager? Or, no, it's just sorry. one manager. So you have one person and who would oversee potentially four or five locations, um, salons, and then the salons only have the technicians. Absolutely, yeah. And our technicians, um, I have like in Chicago, they're only part time. Um, you know, it's it, it attracts uh, young professionals who are you know, doing their career or whatever the case is, and they just like a, a really great place to work, and it's fun. People, our clients are always super happy to be there. Um, it's a very easy. It's not taxing. It's not like a massage. You don't have to be licensed. Um, you know, it's twenty minute service, and they make a t- you know they make a lot of money because they're making tips, commission, and of course they're hourly. So their average is around thirty five dollars an hour. Okay. That's awesome. For a part-time. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then they, okay. So it's like a part-time job. So it's a bunch of part-time people. They can work a couple hours at whatever shift they can, they can get and build, you know, a couple, couple hundred bucks a week or whatever, whatever right. they're going to make. Right. 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 And you know, it, it depends on what, what you, you know, it, it just make the schedule work. Right. So if you have, if you want full-time people, you can obviously hire full-time people. But for me, it's always just worked. I've had a lot of part-time people and they stay a very long time. Um, we don't have problems recruiting employees. Like, you know, right now the market's really difficult to find um, employees and, and every single day I'm opening up my email and it's, you know, somebody asking, are you hiring? Are you hiring? I love GoGlow. I just got my GoGlow. And, you know, so they get there, yeah. they get us that way. So. And then do you, um, do you have, does each person have a keys? Like, is it, is it easy to kind of get the stores open? And like, the, I'm assuming there's no cash or like, how do you, how do you handle like some of the operations like that with a bunch of part-time people? Yeah, we have um, just a, a digital key yeah, in. It's all digital pay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, then just, we do accept cash. Um, I haven't, we haven't had any problems whatsoever. Um, you know, I'm just sort of resistant because I'm old school. So I don't want to yeah, cut yeah. that option off. Uh, um, but I would say 90% is all card. And then do people book an appointment with a specific person or do they book just hey, I want an appointment and then they're all like whoever's available knocks it out? Right. And that's that's sort of the beauty of how the, the business is built is that it's not built on Sarah, you know, providing a, yeah. a go glow. Right. So it is you're booking a go glow and we make sure that if, you know, it, that everybody knows that everybody's trained to the top and it's not about who provides your service. It's the go glow that makes the difference. It's the proprietary techniques. It's the solutions. It's the products. Yeah. Um, and so we don't have that. You know, in a lot of uh, beauty industry, you get really cattiness and, and who's getting appointments and who's not. We don't have that problem with Google. Okay. And you, you, you feel that, I guess, that I guess you probably have a pretty good training process so that each, each technician mm-hmm. is, is consistent in, in their execution of the service. Right. Right. It's about 20 hours. 
Um, and we've also, with launching franchises, um, we are building out a learning management system. So um, anyone that comes into the system will have a dashboard and has absolutely everything to do with how to how to do everything with a go glow. And we have videos and we have trainings. And so when they onboard their employees, the employee will go through the the virtual more so um, learning about the products and the ingredients. And then it will be a roughly eight hour hands on. Awesome. Yeah. And, and, and from my understanding, what you kind of have in the FDD, the, I mean, on an hourly basis, they're what, thir- 13 or so dollars an hour is what they're costing the, the, the owners, right? And then they're making their, another $18 an hour or whatever in tips, right? So it's, um, so it's a lower cost for you. And then obviously they're still making a, a good amount of money and everybody's winning, right? right. And on average sale is about $70 and everybody tips 20% on that. So. Yep. Yep. Making <laughs> um, awesome. So, what has been um, what has been the biggest challenge so far? I guess in you kind of like growing growing this business. Um, keeping up with it has been a great challenge. Um, making sure because it's just been when you're just a, you know, a solo entrepreneur, um, and uh, you know, the, every every dollar has been going back into building and 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 you know the the designing and developing machines is a few hundred thousand dollars. Uh, you know, all yeah, of these yeah. things. So yeah, the difficulty yeah. is just making sure that, you know, you have enough of money to keep growing, basically. Okay. Yeah. And what's your team look like from a corporate level to support uh, franchisees? Right. So I have um, uh, executive vice president of operations, Chelsea, and she's, so she's the, the um, sort of the handholder extraordinaire for people coming on board um, she walks them through the entire process and is there for them. And then we have Chris Colbus, of course, with our chief marketing officer. Um, we have Front Street with Equity Partners. They are strategic advisors. So they are also supporting us in all of our uh, franchisees and making sure that, you know, the guardrails are up and we've got, you know, them ready for success. Um, and then I have managers, of course, that are handling um, my stores, also training new franchisees as they come okay. in. Okay. Training department. Um and so yeah, let's go back to the startup a little bit. So what's it? So how do you do this? The startup, like, what's it cost to buy one? And I know it's kind of a loaded question because like they they start right low, but then they, you know, they're gonna have obviously the the three hundred thousand or two two fifty whatever it is for the the bigger build out. Um, and so they start low and then get a loan, or you do you have them get the loan up front for the build out, but then they don't really have any expenses for a little while. Like, how do you like how do you work through kind of the 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 cost side and, and the financing to start one up? Right. We have, a, um, you know, our machines are, um, are, are, are the, you know, sort of the backbone, of course, yep. of the service. You need to start with either four or six. We allow to start with four because we like the last thing I want to do is strap anybody to anything. Right. Yep. We just want to make sure that they are healthy and they're growing perfectly. Um, and so with the the machines, probably the cost up front is just one machine. Open up your salon suite. Of course, you need to apply for if you're going to do an SBA um, that's going to be your build out cost. And we have, um, CDS is our construction company that, um, is a white glove. So they handle all the due diligence. Um, they help with the, uh, when you go into any space to make sure that they, you know, they see any problems up front or anything like that. So you have that, the contract management system is really great for the build out. Um, and, you know, depending on the markets, right? So markets can be anything right now. It's just a really wild. Um, but as we said earlier, for my Maple Grove store is around to 225 to, to get in the front door when that has your machines. Um, and the opening order is around, I think it was 20, but yep. you're opening your salon suite first. So that opening order in a salon suite is around 10. Yep. 
Okay. And so, so all in, they're going to spend anywhere. I mean, the FTD's got two, 230 to 400. It all depends, right? But like, yeah. But they're starting in the thing, they get it going, they get the cash flow. And then, you know, hopefully by the time they're, they're incurring uh, the larger expenses, they, they kind of got the business down and it's grooving. But, um, right. And obviously, you guys have development agreements. I mean, are you looking for multi unit developers, guys who want to go and families that want to do three, five, 10 locations? Like, or do you want more single, like smaller operators? Yeah, right now, you know, with an emerging brand, we want those, um, the more of a smaller, I wouldn't, I would be uncomfortable, um, offering up a large anything right now. You know, I just want to keep it real, real lean and, um, strong, you know, so right now we have offered, um, up to three. Okay. Yep. Um, and then what are, uh, I don't know, what's like the ideal franchisee in your mind? Is it, is it primarily females? Is it, is it, is it males? Is it husband and wife? Is it like younger, older? Like what's like, what, what are you yeah. starting to see in terms of interest or the type of people? Yeah, we, we definitely want that, that female perspective because this is 90% of our clientele is female yep. and they, 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 I wouldn't at this point um, have anybody who's just a, a single male unless they were coming in with a general manager that they already know that they're hiring that we can train and, and that's who's going to be in the store. Um, it's just the way that the business is, you know, it's just very female centered. Um, so would we have a couple come in, we want to make sure that the wife is involved and, and can offer her input and, you know, um, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a female focused business. So. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, uh, that's what, that's what mm-hmm. I figured. So that's, uh, yeah. that's great. And, you know, the, you know, we, we talked a little bit on the numbers, but I mean, the earnings potential is, you know, huge in, in 2022. Mm-hmm. You, you guys have very thorough uh, item 19. Anybody who's interested in, they go through the process. Obviously you, you get a copy of this, but I mean, a full P and L by costs per, per location, uh, which, which a lot of, you know, brands, they only show sales and they only show a few things. I mean, you've got sales, cost of goods, payroll, rent, utilities, commissions, advertising, you know, estimated you know, yeah. royalties. Um, yeah, you know, I'm a huge, huge proponent of just me. I want everyone to know everything, everything, right? Because nobody wants to get into a business and there's all these sneaky costs or, oh, I didn't see that coming. That would just be horrible. I, I am 100% in the shoes of, um, yeah. you know, of a franchisee because I've been a business owner. I started this thing. It's, it's, we, you have to know what you're getting into. And, and luckily that's the great thing about franchising is sort of these, these bumpers have been put up. Um, you know, I've taken all the lumps, I've taken the hits and, and learned my lessons so that we can pass off something that is just really set and ready to go. Yep. Yeah. we got a f- affiliate number one. I guess that's your flag. That's like, is that your first location? Yes. That's been open for a bit. Yeah. Almost nine, 950,000 yes. with close to 40, 40% net, uh, 692 mm-hmm. for the next one, 377. So, I mean, strong, strong margins in all of them. So it's, yes. it's, it's a great business model to, to, to be honest. I mean, between low, low cost of goods, low, you know, guaranteed payroll, the, the scalability of it, the, the fixed costs. So. Yep. And the employees not needing to be licensed. It's yep. huge right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And quick to, quick to hire. And, you know, if it's flexible schedule retention, I think that's a huge part is it's, it's hard to, it's hard to hire people. It's hard to retain them. And so I think, you know, the kind of simpler the model in a lot of ways, yeah. the easier that becomes. So. Yeah. And it's a really exciting time because, you know, being an emerging brand, but also an emerging concept, we're first to market with something that literally I can, I can say without a doubt, women are needing and wanting stability in this service. And the fact that it hasn't been captured, you know, I've been doing this, building this for about 12 years and watching it and just being like, you know, 
I wanted to come exactly prepared, right? And with the right partners with Front Street, I got very lucky. They're they're definitely the the top of the franchising industry. And um the the ability to come out, you know, and you really do have to look at it like a dry bar and the fact that, you know, Allie Webb came out and she's one of my mentors. And so it's really great to have mm-hmm. that that um at my fingertips too. And that she took a single service, perfected it and made a blowout a thing, right? So now a blowout is like, of course, right? But back in the day, like, what are you going to do an entire business on a blowout? You know, like, that's crazy. Well, this is exactly what it is, you know, single service, perfect it, and um, take care of your clients. That's awesome. So what are your goals for 2024? 2024, I want healthy, happy, strong, new store openings. Um, you know, I'm so excited for our partners that have come on already. They're so fired up. Um, I'm just, I'm really excited for GoGlow to have like her time to shine because it is a, it, like you said, it's a very, it's a strong, beautiful business. Um, I call it simple, but people call me out on that all the time. They're like, it's, it, you can't say it's simple. You've just built good processes yeah, that make it, yeah. <laughs> that make it simple. I'm like, okay, fine. Um, but yeah, I'm real, I'm just really excited for GoGlow to have her moment because she, it's been, uh, 12 years of building and, and literally every, every um, part of the business I have, you know, brought down to the very basics and made sure that everything is, is exactly how, and you're maximizing every single penny. And that's, that's yeah. where I see it, you know? Yeah. And that's great. Cause that's how, you know, that's like I said, that's exactly how franchisees kind of go into it and they're spending this money and they're, you know, mm-hmm. they're nervous about how long it's going to take and you know, what's it look like and are, am I going to be supported once I write the check and like, right. You know, right. You know, you hear, you know, what? There's a huge, there's three thousand franchises, right? There's a huge spectrum of, of, of support and and, and partnership, and uh, you know, the best ones feel like, you know, they're they're partners, and you're someone you can bounce ideas mm-hmm. off of, who you can, who you will learn from, right? It's because they're gonna they're oh, gonna absolutely. be innovative, and you know, then the best practices that you guys figure out, right, are, are, are coming down the, the pipeline too, and I, right. I think uh, right. having those open, transparent like relationships and people, especially in a, in a newer brand, I, I talk about this a lot, but like you know, what they're really buying into is, is, is you and, and like your leadership team. And they have to believe yep. that like you are like Melanie are, are going to be a great partner for them. And then obviously right. the, the support team that you have and everything else. And, um, yeah. And, have to, and I think this, yeah. yeah, the strengths of my, my background is just that, you know, I, at our, we just had a, a confirmation day and, and the question was posed to me is like, what, 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 um, walls have you run into and how have you handled that? And, and I just sort of kind of like, kind of took me aback because I don't really see walls. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say, Oh, I, I hit a wall. Right. I just like, well, I, I figured that out. Yeah. And, um, and the prospect was like, it's, it's cause you're a strong Midwestern worker. And I'm like, you know, I, I've come from literally, there's like this little tagline from food stamps to founder, because that is my roadmap. Right. So I was raised yeah. very, very poor. I didn't have entrepreneurs, but I had hardworking people around me. And that's the thing is I just keep going and I work hard and I'm honest. I'm going to do the right thing. Um, and so that's where I, I know that the partners coming in on confirmation day, they do feel that from me. And it's a, it's a true honesty of like, look, I'm going to do absolutely the best for everyone. Yeah. That's what you, that's what you look for in any, any, any leader and the, you know, the franchise owners are, are going to do the same thing. They're, they they should have mm-hmm. that grit and that ability to overcome whatever challenges get thrown their ways. And that's like, it's all part of being, you know, being a, being a business owner, taking the risks, yeah. and doing the things yeah. that other people won't, won't do. Um, won't do. Right. So that's awesome. And yeah, great, great for you to, to lead by example and show them how it's done and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to, to coach them on it all. So, um, 
Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your story. Uh, if anybody's interested in learning more about GoGlow, they can you know, reach out to me and I'm happy to get you introduced to the team. Or if you reach out to them directly, just tell them you heard about it here uh, on the podcast. And yeah, we've got a bunch of free resources we can send uh, to help anybody through the process, questions and due diligence uh, material. So thanks again, Melanie, for coming on, sharing your story. It's been great. Um, yeah, I wish you guys the best of luck. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's all we got for this episode with the Business with Beers podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is to rate the show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen. Also make sure to link up with me on your preferred social media platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find all my links at brianbeers.com. Please just share the podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember to take the actions others won't to live the life that others don't. 